0: And welcome to another scotsway podcast and today i'm joined by hip-hop artist dj music producer and journalist sanjeev mann hello sanjeev hello how you doing you good? I'm well thanks so that introduction only really touches on what you're involved in can you tell us more about who you are and what you do
1: yes so uh, my name's sanjeev uh aka superman on the beat um and i kind of Yeah, I kind of do a mixture of things across sort of media and music, I guess. Um, But I started off doing journalism. That's kind of how I entered the kind of media sort of angle. Um, So I did a degree in journalism uh, about four years ago. Mm -hmm. Four years ago is when I finished. So since then, I've pretty much just been freelance. Um, Yeah, freelance for different kind of different papers um bbc social the main one but and the kind of since lockdown i've kind of been doing more music so that's kind of when i entered the sort of music scene so now i would say i kind of do probably more music but i still do bits of journalism and like content and social media for like trach music scotland and a few other charities so yeah that's kind of the the roundup, I guess.
0: Just the rough roundup of all the things that you do. So let's start with your music. Um, You say that you kind of started making it during lockdown, but did you get into it before then, or were you kind of always interested
1: in it? Yeah, I was always like sort of... Well, I always loved music, I guess, as a listener, um, especially like hip-hop. But um, it's something that I'd always wanted to try, was to try and like make beats or something. But I just never got around to it, uh, but then when it came to lockdown, obviously I had a lot of time on my hands. To kind of, I needed something, I guess, to just distract, distract me. So that's when I started making beats, um, and yeah, it kind of happened quite fast from then because obviously it's only been about two, just about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of, I suppose I kind of realised that they actually sounded pretty good. So that's when like my friends and family were like, they're actually pretty good. Like you should try and get some some artists on it. And I was just like, nah, like as you do. <laughs> like the typical Scottish Scottish mentality is that like, everything you do is like crap. Yeah. So um it was that. And then I spoke to a few people and I spoke to an artist called Kid Robotic. Right. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's kind of like a Scottish rapper, but he's been doing that for a solid 10 years. Um, so I spoke to him and he was like, yeah, your beats are actually really good and I want to use them. So like that, I think that moment is what gave me the boost to be like, you can actually like work with that. I so you like, get what I mean? So yeah.
0: So the practicalities of doing it, if people are listening, thinking, <laughs> well, how could you do that when you're locked down? I take it all the kind of things that you need are on your computer now you know, it's, it's as easy as you know, just getting the access in the right program uh,
1: exactly so I started off with Soundtrap um, a lot of people probably haven't heard of it but it's like a really accessible way of starting to making beats um, because the DAW is pretty simple like it's not too complicated it's kind of easy to get to grips with so that's kind of how I started and yeah kind of got used to the process, I guess, and then obviously, now like i just used basically every artist I've contacted, they just been like Instagram, yeah, and um, or Twitter. So, like, every collab that I've had has just been like that, pretty much.
0: And how I mean, it's over a short space of time, so maybe you can't fully answer this, but how have you found working in Scotland's musical community so far?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I found it really like they've been so welcoming. Um, especially the hip hop scene, like everybody's been there to help. Like everybody's um, wanting to help. They've helped with making beats. They've like put me in contact with other people. So like, yeah, I'm really proud to be part of the Scottish hip hop community because it really is a place where, like, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, people will support you, and people, like, if you ask them for help, they will they will help you. See, from the outside, that's how it seems to me.
0: It seems like a really collaborative community, particularly at the moment. A lot of people are, they're not just collaborating with each other inside the hip hop community, but often, you know, with people outside of it in different genres as well. Is that how you found it?
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely the way it is, and I think just the general music landscape right now, as well, like, out with Scottish hip hop is, like... It's more open and inclusive than it's ever been, especially when it comes to, like, genre. And I feel like genre isn't really a barrier anymore to cross over into other people's minds or cross over into kind of other, um, yeah, people that you might not expect to listen to your music. So, like, I feel like that's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think just, like, the artists that are kind of if you think about the arts that are big right now, like Post Malone, for example. Like, he's not really under, I wouldn't, I can't really put a genre on it. Like, it's just music, it's just like good music. So, like, I feel that's the way music's going. Right I now. think
0: there is a generation of musicians, maybe there always was, but mm-hmm. coming through who absolutely listen to everything. And I think you know, s- streaming rightly so at times gets a bad reputation for how it certainly rewards artists, but yeah. perhaps a good side of it is music is so accessible as it never was before that, you exactly. know, said nothing to listen to a new Scottish hip hop artist, you know, whereas before you really had to go and search these things out.
1: Yeah, people always say, like, this is the worst time for music, like a lot of people say that, but then, like, if you think about it, you can listen to anything you can ever think of, like, in three seconds. you can listen to some remote, I don't know, remote, like, tribal thing from, like, Africa. Literally, like, takes three seconds. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's good in terms of that and making people understand, like, different cultures. I feel like it's helped with that and, like, people become more, like, less alien to, like, different things as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's right, kind of more open. I know um, we've had quite a lot of uh, jazz musicians on the show and on the podcast, and they, in particular, seem to just soak up all these different things and include them in what they're doing. And they have yeah. had, you know, rappers and hip hop musicians working with them as well, and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. So, with events such as the recent Pitch, um, One Day Festival happening, you know, which was a, a huge success, um, it does seem that the profile of Scottish hip hop is kind of higher than ever before. Would you agree a bit with that?
1: Yeah, I would say um, it's kind of been the last, I don't know, I would say kind of last year or two we're really starting to get that mainstream attention that, um, like, it, it deserves sort of thing. Um, and there's artists, like, I feel like there's always been artists there that people have known. Yeah. But I feel like in terms of Out uh, With Scotland, it's come into that stage where people actually know artists, like, Scottish rapper artists out with Scotland and not just in Scotland but I think attitudes are changing I think I feel like attitudes are changing because I feel like 10 years ago if you said you were a rapper in Scotland people would just laugh you off Um, whereas now you don't really get that reaction as much Um, and I feel like it's funny though because I feel like it would be more accepted in other countries Like I feel like they accept things first but People in Scotland that like, with our mentality, we kind of put people down as well, and people put themselves down. Um, and I think with hip hop, like, it's slightly changing now where people are like proudly rapping or whatever. So and using their accents, I feel like that's more. Um, yeah, there's more rappers using their own accents now. That's
0: really interesting because I think um, you know things like a. French hip hop, or in a lot of countries, you know, it was quite open that, that they would rap in their own language or they would do things in their own language, and it wasn't seen as a cringe, but I think you're right, for a while it was that thing of the Scottish <laughs> cultural cringe, thinking, oh, you can't rap in, in, in your own accent, and that's completely changed, I mean, you had folk like Loki and, and, and uh,
1: yeah, course,
0: yeah. people like that doing it, anyway, but there does seem to be, I mean, there's a load of people now from all around the country using know if they're Aberdonian there's Doric, Mm -hmm. Dundonian, all these things and just writing some amazing uh, lyrics as well.
1: Yeah exactly there's so many like from all areas of Scotland especially special shout out to Aberdeen because like the amount of talent coming from Aberdeen is absolutely crazy at the moment Um, and yet like it kind of shows it's not always just Glasgow Edinburgh, like Glasgow Edinburgh, there's Dundee as well, there's a lot of talent coming through, there's Oh, Evanston, where there's, like, a good 10, 20 good rappers. Um, and now, hopefully, they'll get more from, like, the Highlands as well. Yeah. Hopefully, will mean, seeing
0: more. Your experience kind of typifies that, in the, that you can do these things from your own room. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, yeah. the ability is there to do that now. And I guess with hip-hop, it maybe always was more than other music.
1: Yeah, I think there's definitely less... Yeah, I feel like there's less nice barriers for hip-hop, because you can just, like... Especially in modern hip-hop, like, you don't really need a band, like, you don't need any of that, really. Like, you just need your laptop. <laughs> Pretty much, literally, is all you need a laptop and an internet. And you can be, like, a producer, <laughs> which is a bit mad, but...
0: So, how do you collaborate with others? You say you kind of... Sent your your music out there to people that you were interested in, and they were very supportive. How does that work? Does it then become a kind of back and forth, or is it a case of you send the music and then they uh, you, they provide the lyrics?
1: Yeah, I guess it has been a mixture. Like it's mostly been like I kind of find rappers that I like, and then I just like drop a message saying that like I would love to work with you and stuff, and then a lot of time they say like yes, yeah, send over beats and ask them like what type, and I send them. And then sometimes they like say, "I want to use that one." And then because I, at the moment I do like collabs more show. like I do sell beats, but I prefer to do collabs. So I am just like, yeah, look, I want to do a collab. And then it just depends. Like sometimes they send me a verse back like a week later, or sometimes it takes me a while to decide what they want to use and like see how they can what they can write to and stuff like that. So. Yeah, but yeah, I just Instagram message them and then I kind of I kind of try to build the relationship. I think that's important to actually build our relationship and actually know a bit more about the person because then I think that helps with the music aspect as well.
0: And you know, we're, we're t- talking about hip hop, but obviously that that covers a whole range of kind of styles. And how do you think of your own music and and what influenced it?
1: Yeah, so. Um, I probably make, I make a mixture of like loads of different genres, mm-hmm. um, like across sort of pop, um, rock, uh, modern hip hop, old school hip hop. But yeah, I'd say my main influence is actually Nirvana and like grunge, um, old school hip hop and then kind of like modern hip hop, uh, like Juice World stuff like that. So like, I it's kind of like a big combination of that. Being Nirvana is probably my biggest influence, and a lot of my beats are like guitar-driven.
0: Yeah, I guess they are. I I guess now that you've said that, that makes sense. But I wouldn't have jumped to Nirvana having listened to your stuff there. But that's interesting. And is there there was that kind of attitude with grunge as well? Is that something that you take on?
1: Yeah, I think I've always gravitated towards like hip hop and like grunge and like punk and those sort of. Because I feel like the attitude from hip-hop and punk are sort of similar. and I feel like they grew from similar sort of situation. They were like um, protest music, essentially. So they both grew from the same route and then kind of went their own direction. So I think, yeah, I do like genres like that with that kind of, the attitude of, like, basically it doesn't always need to be, <laughs> it's hard to explain that it doesn't always need to be the best quality of music, if you get what I mean. I like exactly not, what you mean, like, yeah. It's I the mean, attitude, it's the energy and the, the sort of what it's about as well, rather than...
0: Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to be a virtuoso musician. Right, exactly. <laughs> Punk, it was, you know, here's a chord, here's another chord, go and form a band, that kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. Exactly. And I guess I guess, as well, those genres, are all quite um, angry as well. There's a kind of real kind of anger at what's going on yeah. at the heart mm-hmm.
1: of them. Yeah, I've always sort of um, kind of gravitate towards that, because even like, I always kind of want to see change and try and push change, I guess. Um, And that kind of leads quite nicely into like my kind of disability rights stuff and access and things like that. So I guess it's from that sort of mindset that makes me want to kind of push change, I guess.
0: Well, let's move on a little bit to that, because you've written uh, quite widely about the need for greater accessibility to venues uh, in particular, small venues in particular. Can you talk a bit about your experiences?
1: Yes, so basically, like, before I started making beats, I wasn't really part of the local scene. Like, I hadn't really went to many small gigs and stuff like that. Like, you was know, all just general gigs. But then when I started making music, and I wanted to kind of go to local shows and like local like rap artists and stuff like that at small venues I just kind of noticed that so many of them aren't accessible at all for mm. a start and secondly a lot of them even if they are accessible to just like the small things like for example disabled toilets are too small mm. well I suppose it's not a small thing it's quite a big thing because if yeah. you can't go to the toilet then um, but I guess it's just because I'm used to it and then stuff like locks not working, lifts not working, all stuff like that really that happens like, like so regularly. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot obviously that just aren't accessible full stop yeah. because they're in basements. And then one other thing that annoyed me is that I was Barrowlands. Mm-hmm it's not accessible for electric wheelchairs because up like a flight of stairs and that's something that really annoyed me because I feel like a venue of that size and reputation like should have a lift and they just use the whole, oh it's a list, building excuse. Right. Which to me feels like a good, like, just an excuse like, for bigger, feels like an excuse um, for bigger venues. No,
0: I... It definitely sounds like an excuse for a venue the, the size of the, and reputation, as you say, of the Barrowlands.
1: Exactly. Like, it's just ridiculous that they're, that's allowed to be okay and that nobody is been like, <laughs> like, why have you not got a lift or anything? Like Why is that just acceptable? Which is irritating. And then another thing that just topped it off was last year with the Scottish Music Awards. Yeah, and that was that. I think it was the Barrowlands. I think it might have been. So that really annoyed me, because I just felt that a charity, like, like, it was a charity organised thing as well. So I just felt, like, like, an event of that size, and that they just never thought about it. Like, I I don't understand how that can, that can happen. So, like, the Scottish Music Awards was somewhere that wasn't accessible. Mm -hmm. But, like, we need to just keep pushing towards it, and I think eventually, like, that will happen. And I've got a video for like BBC the Social coming out soon. Actually, right. kind of focusing on small independent venues. So
0: oh, that's interesting because, as I mentioned to you before we started recording, it's a discussion that's happening in other arts as well in the book world where people are are, are open up the fact that accessibility. Not not just for the audience, but often for the performers uh, or even people that work in venues is just not as good as it should be.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely,
0: definitely agree with that. And uh, in terms of your your journalism, um, what else have you written about? What other areas have you kind of looked into?
1: Yeah, so mostly mostly been about that um, kind of disability issues, and then. Kind of raising awareness as well, basically for people to understand that being disabled isn't bad. And I've mentioned that quite a lot of times, where like society just been told for long enough, and hundreds of years that being disabled is a bad thing, and that it means you're different. When realistically, like it doesn't. It's not. A, like it doesn't need to be a bad thing. Like why? Why does it need to be a bad thing? It just means that you do things differently at the end of the day. So like yeah.
0: Have you found attitudes have improved recently or not?
1: Um yeah, I feel like it has. I feel like it's always improving. <laughs> but then like things happen where it kind of pushes it back. So I think, yeah, I think if people keep on the track that they're going on, I think it will always improve. But then, like to me, it's like the education needs to change if we want to seriously make a difference. They, like, for example, in schools and stuff like that, just to kind of normalize it and also, yeah, like keep things mixed as well. Like because obviously you get things at like special schools, mm. which I hate the I hate the name. Yeah, but. Sometimes it's like not really a reason for some people to go to a special school and they could go to mainstream school. Um, And because I went to mainstream school, so I feel like everybody that I grew up with will always just not think twice about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I
1: think education is like a really important thing. And if we teach kind of children at the start that being disabled isn't weird or isn't they different and yeah
0: yeah yeah like so many things if you separate people and people see that there's a difference here, then you, you've got this this division which there should, really shouldn't
1: be no exactly yeah
0: and i mean you mentioned where can people get your journalism where can they find it you've, you've mentioned bbc social and i know there's a few videos on there but are there other places as well you would send people to
1: Yeah, so mostly like through social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I've got like a wee link tree so people can go on there and that's got like most of my links to like music um, and also like do content for the charity Drake Music Scotland, where I'm doing really good things at the moment. I don't know if you've had to them.
0: Can you explain a bit more about Because I looked just before we started talking and I wasn't sure about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so Drake Music Scotland is a a charity, a music charity for the sale people, and basically it help they help the people become musicians and support the Sailor artists. So they do like to do courses, and um, they put on gigs, and they do all sorts of things like that. So they're a really good charity that are really like, really making a difference um, to so many the people. So yeah, I do kind of social media and um, content stuff
0: for them as well, but yeah. Well, I'll put, I'll make sure we have all the links that you've spoken about on the post oh, yeah. that accompanies this, so if people want to check things out further, they'll be able to do that. Perfect. And, and going back to uh, uh, the hip hop scene, who is it that you are excited about that's making music <laughs> today in Scotland? Is there any recommendations you could give us?
1: Um. Yeah. I can actually. I think there's quite a few that are like, are really really enjoying at the moment. Um, one of them is Random Brown Kid. who's really good. Um, and he's performing actually at the show on Sunday, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, also, I'm trying to think who else.
0: I'll put you on <laughs> the spot.
1: <laughs> uh, I just need to check my Spotify. Do you know that to, yeah. to give me some ideas? Well, that's it, um, you've
0: got a Spotify playlist, don't you, where people can find out a lot of uh, the different artists.
1: Yeah, you can find a lot of um, kind of local Scottish artists, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Susan, mm-hmm. Susan' new album is one of the best I've had in a long, a good year or two, like, definitely it's that good. Um, and I'm not even talking Scottish, hip-hop. I'm talking yeah. just as a whole. Yeah, um, I know that. Also, Becky Sakasa actually, who I saw live with Solar Eye a couple of months ago. Not necessarily hip hop, but she's like, she's incredible. I think give her a couple of years, and I think she'll be, she'll be everywhere. Um who else? Yeah, Miles Better and Texture. Actually, I really, I'm really a fan of those two. I don't, we don't know if we mentioned it, but I run like Hip Scotland, which um, is a platform for local um, hip hop influenced artists. So it's actually been a thing for 10 years, but I kind of took over it about six months ago from Jonathan mm-hmm. Um And we do reviews, um, which we're going to hopefully start getting a little more regular with. Um, we do the, the week, or two weekly podcasts, Um, which is every few weeks just with local artists that I chat to for about an hour and a half and play some music and stuff like that and then obviously now we've started doing shows Mm -hmm. so the first show was um, a couple of months at the Glad Cafe Um, so that was a really good venue, it was a bit bit scary obviously running my first ever show but it ended up really good and People really enjoyed the kind of community vibe and stuff like that. So then we decided like to keep going. We also managed to get like a um a monthly residency. So that's like an exclusive, actually. And um, I've not really posted about that yet. Excellent. But we'll be announcing that officially soon. So that's every third Sunday pretty much. Um and nice and sleazy. So they were um, they had good things with the show and kind of approached me. So so that's good.
0: Is there, is there anything else about Hip Hop Scotland you want to tell us as well? Because we should have spoken about that
1: earlier. Yeah, so, um, yeah, just like, I suppose, follow the page and stuff like that on Instagram, and you can find out about a lot of kind of local hip hop artists, and then also kind of listen to the podcast or interview. Um it's more of a chat, it's not really much of an interview, it's just like a chat about kind of their come up and their influences, and their thoughts on the scene as a whole and other things as well so yeah definitely check it out it's a really it's a really um fun podcast to do as well because we just try and have a laugh so um yeah it's definitely worth a listen
0: and i think people will be uh surprised at, at how many local hip-hop artists there are that they will just not be aware of so it's a great place to find that out
1: exactly um exactly i think a lot most people that aren't really and the scene don't really know about the scene, I've noticed. So, like a lot of people maybe know one or two. Um, but people don't know. There's literally like hundreds of Scottish rappers like that do all different styles, like everything you can think of. So there's definitely something there, um, something there for everyone. And I think slowly people are realizing that there's a lot of different um yeah, different types of artists in Scotland. That isn't just um Indie rock. Yeah. And I think that's something that we need to move away from because Scotland has changed. Like Scotland isn't what it used to be. It's more multicultural than it's ever been. So yeah. this time we try to promote other things instead of indie rock. Yeah. Um, no, and I feel absolutely. like it's, it's getting closer.
0: Absolutely. I think there's, there's more variety of not just the types of music, but really good examples of it, you know, I mean, the top, top quality examples of all sorts of genres going on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Everything, literally everything is covered. Um, yeah, this guy's doing all sorts.
0: Well, Sanjeev, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. And I've really enjoyed it as well.
1: Me too, me too. It's been fun to chat and uh, good to actually meet you as well. We'll sort of meet you in person. It'll be nice Um, to meet you in person, absolutely. Yeah, we need to catch up at some point or you need to come to the show at some point.
0: Sounds good, yeah. And we'll be back soon with someone completely different.